Hey, what's up, everybody? Milo and Rome back with another week of craziness. Uh, Going to be running down a whole bunch of stuff today. We got Rose and Thorn. We got self-care, top five fears, best and worst candy since it is Halloween in about 15 uh, minutes or so. Uh, we'll talk about Borat a little bit. Talk about the Ra Robert. I think that's his name. The dad Kardashian oh, hologram. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Robert Kardashian yeah. hologram. Um, talk about the World Series and Justin Turner trying to spread cocoa. Uh, and also um, talk about a couple of Mischief Night uh, stories at the end uh, from our childhood. Uh, and hopefully we don't give too much stuff away. All right, but here we go. Let's get it going. All right, so Rose and Thorn. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, let's you go first. Okay. All right. So for this week's for this week's rose, um, I found a new hobby. Uh, I've been going to uh, been going down to the bar, the local watering hole, as some would call it, and been partaking in the art of billiards. Uh, started playing pool, man. I played. I, I've been going to the bar to this particular bar. Uh, for as long as I can remember, 21, so 11 years, and uh, never ever played a game of pool there before in my life until uh, Wednesday, went in, uh, hanging out with some friends, decided that I was bored, had a pocket full of quarters, I have no idea why, and threw a couple in the uh, pool table, played around just by myself, shooting around, and I kind of got hooked, man. I went to have dinner like the next day, Thursday, uh, with my uncle. And he told me that he had a couple of pool sticks kind of lying around at the house to use. And if I was interested to go ahead and snag them and, you know, use them as I pleased. Oh, now, like a personal stick that you're taking to the bar? Exactly. Like a personal oh, stick. Like yeah. a personal stick. So he, um, he had used these for like years and years. Uh, he said they were probably like 20, 30 years old. Um, and I was not necessarily like into like, oh, I need to have my own stick because that's the cool thing to do, but just more going in there and looking at the like pool cues that have probably been in there for oh, just as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and riddled with coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, cause you grab the stick and it like sticks to your hand. It's sticky. Oh you God. can tell yeah. that people's nasty, dirty mitts have been on it. <laughs> so that was pretty much the reason that I was happy to go ahead and do it. But um, for the past like two, three days, man, that I've been going down and just playing pool, like take a pocket full of quarters go down, shoot pool. If it's just by myself, cool. If there's like somebody there to kind of like play with or one of the homies comes down or there's just somebody else there, cool, like run it. Um, yeah. And I I suck. I'm sure that I do. Uh, playing by myself, I, you know, takes me forever just to clear the table. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my, uh, that's my rose for the week, man. What do you, what do you like about it though? What's, what's so, why did it grasp you? Why, why at this time it hasn't grasped you rather than other times right now? I don't know. I think pool is kind of like an older man's game in a way. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. I know that my dad played a lot like when he was around my age. My Uncle Dana telling me that his, you know, the, the cues that he had were 20, 20 plus years old. 
Oh. Um, that's probably right around the time he would have been playing, my age in his 30s. So I think maybe I'm just getting to that age where, like, stuff that didn't used to be cool or, like, old guy stuff is kind of, like, becoming cool now. Like, golf, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I feel that with golf for sure. Tennis. <laughs> I feel like tennis <laughs> is kind of like an old man game. Um, just stuff like that is just kind of becoming cool. So, yeah, bro, you, sh- you should get into uh, darts. Darts I didn't really like before, but then we started playing, like, two years ago. I've been, I've been, there's been a couple of times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to find a bar with a dart board, you know, and I kind of like the, uh, the, um, the mechanical ones, I guess the game, the game ones that light up and shit, just cause it keeps score for you and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do all that shit, you know, but, um, it's like, it's super dope. I've been thinking about getting just a regular board, like the just real darts, real fucking board that you could just put up somewhere. But I remember we go to our, one of the homies houses in high school. And he, he bought one, or his parents bought him one for his bedroom. Oh, my God. I think it's just because we were young, bro. It's just like the whole, wall. Like, the whole wall around it. But then, like, if you actually looked around the room, there's, like, a hole, like, by the door. There's fucking, like, it, stupid kids just, like, throwing shit. So, I mean, like, back then it was cool. Like, just because you get to throw a fucking sharp object, object and it's fine, you know. But now it's like, okay, got to be a little little more cautious about this shit. And, and that's what I'm saying. I think darts is kind of like an old man's game because yeah. as a young kid playing darts, that's what you want to do. You just want to fling them at whatever they're going to stick to. Oh, yeah. Give was, a shoot where it's going to hit. Yeah, that's the same with golf. As an adult, now you're like, okay, let me take my time. Let me be respectful to the game, to the rules of the game, <laughs> to the procedures, to uh, the sanctity of the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do when I first went golfing, like, the very, very first time, like, in high school. I was going to go out and try to smack the ball, you know, and just, like, miss it fucking completely. Ready to hit a car, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that would have been a good hit. Fuck, I'd never got it off the goddamn tee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's freaking wild. Yeah, but that's, that's a good sport to get into, too. But uh, pool is definitely dope. Dude, and I, and I wanted to kind of make it a point, too, like, because of like going down there like dude don't just get go down there and get loaded and play pool like don't make it be because you just want to go down there and like get wild yeah but like going down there for that and just kind of kicking it and drinking water having a bite to eat like talking you know yeah cool with me yep yep what you got all right rose so it kind of wrote but rose and thorn kind of go together but it's uh, this week, man. I got a fucking close call for not having COVID, but there was somebody in the area that was like had COVID and we were, got sent to the hospital and stuff. And so like a few of us had to get tested and which was good. And all of this turned out negative, but it was just like, so I'm glad that, huh? Go ahead. Yeah. So this is a rose because I mean, I obviously didn't have it, but it's just kind of, it, just, it was just a kind of a crazy feeling like, oh, shit, this is like, like, I know it's real, but then it's just like too close to home. So it's like. As soon as reality hits, it kind of changes your perspective on. Oh, everything, yeah. Right? yeah. 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 So how did you end up finding out or how did the, so whoever got it, how did they end up finding out? So we're on a group text. And so it just got thrown in there and people were just like, oh man, I was 
with this person this day and I was with this person this day. Well, I was around that person. I was around her. So it just kind of trickled down like that. Yeah. But then this person also posted to their Instagram story of their like kind of their timeline of what it was because they want to let everybody else know, which is cool, which is kind of like another kind of just blessing in disguise just because it's people can now I almost was thinking, I was like, I don't know why people don't kind of like, it, it's bad to say, but record their, what they've been through, through COVID, because you would think people were, are going to look at this, especially close friends that really care about this person, you know, they would be more cautious of the surroundings and what they wear and what, pretty much what they're going to do. I think it would be just more of like, this is like a knowledgeable, like, oh shit, this person got this. And it like, would give you it give you a little bit more respect for for the, yeah. the virus because what's the like the whole saying like everything's funny until it happens to you and mm-hmm. kind of in the same way with like shit like this everything's everything's make believe until it happens to you you know like you can say oh, as yeah. much as you want like oh I don't believe in it I think it's a hoax I think it's whatever until your ass goes to the doctor and tests positive and then a whole new ball game starts bro. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, well that pretty much is going to segue into my, the thorn because this person like is super cool, super nice, super energetic. Like you would think this would be like one of the last people to get just because how polite and nice um, this person is. But right. I mean, no, knowing somebody this close to you that was, that's in the circle. It's just like, Oh shit. Like right. this person hasn't like feels so bad. Cause and, and she was, or they were put, posting it on Instagram. So you mm-hmm. saw where she was, well, where she was in um, the hospital in her bed. You just hear her voice. She's like trying to talk and be like, like positive, you know, because in the situation she has. And so you yeah. just hear it all and you just kind of see, it's almost like a, just a point of view. Cause it's, you know, you're recording on Instagram. So you're like, you're looking at everything. So it's like, in reality, you're like, oh shit, this kind of is like, this kind of looks crazy, like a reality, like what is that called? The uh, oh, VR, like virtual VR, reality. Virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The kind of see now is like, oh shit, like you could be laying in this bed trying to do this shit, you know. So what was she, what were her? So she went to the hospital. Like, mm-hmm. what were her symptoms? Was she fever? Was she like she couldn't breathe? And is that why she went to the hospital, or she just went to the hospital because? She had COVID and she was just kind well. Of she about. got. I, she started feeling bad, mm-hmm. and then I think just with everything going on, if you start to have symptoms, I think right away you're just like, oh shit, I should get tested. So I don't know exactly what they were, but I know she had symptoms. I'm assuming with by her voice, like a cough, sore throat, like kind of just like the regular. She probably wouldn't go get tested to see if it was maybe flu season started for her already. Yeah, or it was COVID, which it was. And so she so, got tested, found out she was positive, and then went to the hospital. Yeah. So she went twice. The she hospital? got in. Yeah. So she went the first time over the weekend. They got. Um, she got out on Sunday because she was doing better. And then like a day or two later, it just hit her harder. And so she went back to the hospital. And I think it would have been like afternoon-ish because her next Instagram story was like, oh, I'm back here. Like we said, it's hitting hard or whatever. And then pause Instagram story. The next one was, they're keeping me overnight because my vision is blurry and I can barely see what my phone has unless I put it right to my face. But they're worried that I'm going to get a stroke at some point. 
<laughs> and so oh dang uh, yeah so she was like typing a bunch of stuff like adding on to her instagram but it was just like, like oh shit this person's really going through this like going through the real shit and it's like you know not that <laughs> sorry to like kind of laugh at that but no like, i know i tried not to it's like crazy bro like yeah yeah laughing at it but like what I don't know who this is, and I know for a fact that, like, I believe you, I, and I believe, like, her, like, I believe it, but yeah. is there a percentage of you that, like, thinks <laughs> that maybe, like, she's doing it for clout? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> to, get, to gain Instagram followers? It's a great Do you think there's people who have done that? Maybe not her exactly, but do you think there's people that are just like, fuck it, I'm going to get the COVID. It's, it's cool now. <laughs> yeah, man, they have, COVID, they have COVID parties. Dude, they it's going to have COVID parties. <laughs> Bro, that's going to be the next TikTok. Oh the God. next TikTok craze is going to be get testing yourself with COVID and then just throwing up positive symbols. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Bro, I got it. Should do the TikTok, <laughs> one of the TikTok should be like, they're one of their friends actually laying in, in bed in the hospital, you know, and get this like toothpick or something and just have them lick it, then put it into like a tube go to the party and just throw like 10 toothpicks together and it, somebody's got to pick it to you to choose it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then that's just the end of the TikTok. And then uh, <laughs> I think that would... Uh, American roulette? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <basically. laughs> oh my gosh. But people, people are starting to like... I hope your friend's good. Like I, I hope she's... I hope she, yeah. you know, he or she's like cool, you know? But... If, if this person comes out in a week and they're posting like fire selfies for like clout and like they're like i'm gonna be suspicious bro i should look at her instagram followers right now she's got a boost would it be worth it how many instagram followers would you need in order to get covid how many <laughs> like what's the exchange rate one bout of covid gets you i don't know maybe like 50 60 more well, if, you're the, if you're the right person, probably like thousands more. So but, when it goes, to, well, so when it goes to like, say you have a thousand followers, does it say one thousand or does it say one k? It says one thousand. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think you get a k until like five, maybe, six. Five or six. They don't even let you do. <laughs> I might. I might go through it to get the k. <laughs> to get the swipe ups. Yeah. Can, so yeah. you can do. I can do swipe ups now. Yeah. If they let me do swipe ups, I would get COVID. <laughs> they're like okay go ahead and get covid and by the time you're gonna have enough followers to do swipe ups i do swipe ups oh, yeah. or, or the blue check <laughs> you, you get verified. oh yeah that's your legit right there yeah you get instead, the of blue a, check. instead of a check it's a positive sign because you had it <laughs> <laughs> c plus you go to c plus, c plus. Yeah, you know. c plus yeah z plus <laughs> oh my god dude that's ridiculous yeah so oh. she's cool she's all right she's uh <laughs> she's, she's doing better <laughs> a positive note <laughs> you know? on a positive note yeah. well i haven't seen her post any instagram stories so <laughs> oh i'm sure she's fine <laughs> <laughs> i take everything i said back yeah well we we'll might have to cut some of this out. <laughs> might have to cut. we'll cut it we'll, we'll cut it in post <laughs> she but kicks that's, the... uh, yeah that's my rose and thorn though that's just like got right into the throne right after that so just cool. uh someone someone care about going through it right now got you yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah. sorry hopefully she's good um thorn uh for me dude i gotta say that the thorn for me is like 
all of the Zoom stuff is starting to catch up with me, bro. Um, just in like work and having to be on Zoom every single day and Zoom meetings and this and that and all of the above is starting to really get on my nerves. I hate <laughs> technology. And sorry if there's any robots or anything listening to me, like this is not a threat. I'm not trying to like start any wars with Skynet in the future, but technology, bro, I get, dude, I'm so like mad about it. I, everywhere I go, there's like phones and like computers and everybody talking like this. It's making me start to appreciate not having it. Like, the, and I think maybe that's another reason why like, like the outdoor sports and stuff is starting to become more like appealing to me because it's an escape from the technological hell. Oh my God. Like yeah. having to deal with everything in emails. Huh? Check, guess how many, guess how many emails I have in my work email. In your work email, bro. I bet you got like, like an exact number. Uh, but you can ballpark it. 750. And that's not even the half of it, bro. The what? other day I checked my inbox and I have 1,643 emails. What do you think most of them are? Bro, it can be, it's anything. Like, well, that's what I mean, yeah. Uh, um, because advertisements for this, advertisements oh, okay. for that, and not necessarily yeah. for things that I'm looking at, but for work, like they send you, oh, look at this article, listen to this, um, you know, thing. And then just kind of like work jargon going back and forth. People saying, oh, it's like, uh, like we just work emails, like tons and tons of emails that just stuff gets buried. Um, like just going back and forth between everything, dude, that, that um, I would like to say that most of it is spam, but it's not. <laughs> A lot of it is things that just happen like back and forth and people like using that as the way of communicating because yeah. we're not in like, we're not like in our rooms, we're not in the office. So things that you would normally come up and say like knock on your door knock on your office door uh yo eh, uh, yo rope like yo hey can you uh do this for me hey can you do that for me oh i need God. this done i need that done all of those things uh this person's not here today what do we do this person needs help what do they do um this guy needs help all of those things that would normally happen in person are happening on email or on text message and the text message, I don't want to have my phone. I've kind of set that aside and let people know, like, I don't want to have my phone blowing up at all. Like work stuff hit me on the email. So oh, yeah. that's, and, and everybody else is kind of feeling the same way. We don't want our phone going off every five seconds because if I got 15, 1600 messages and notifications coming to my phone, now I'm going to start to miss messages from the people that I really need messages from. Yeah. Like my mom, my dad, family, you know, everybody, people asking me things like that, the homies and stuff like that. I'm not going to be able to get it. I'm not going to be able to see what they have because it's going to be buried under that mountain of stuff. So oh, let yeah. me keep it in my email and like keep work separate from that. But dude, oh my gosh, bro, 1600. So in this little break, want to thank a couple people today that helped make this episode possible. Want to give a shout out to the homegirl C Breeze and Gabby M coming up with some dope artwork for the pod. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the artwork, bro? Bro, it's sick. Like, I I don't even know how. Otherwise, I wish I had like abilities to kind of like sketch something and then just throw it onto like be able to make it 
Because oh, yeah, pretty much. Is it G Gabby's the one that did the computer stuff for us? Yeah. So the home, no, the homegirl Gabby, the homegirl Gabby, I saw on just a random uh, Instagram story that she like painted a landscape or something. I was like, hey, like, uh, I got an idea, but I don't know how to paint. I can't do it. Like, I can't make this come to life. And so I just asked her, hey, would you be interested in trying something for me? when it comes to using your paints and like your skills, whatever. Gave her the idea of just the silhouette, uh, me with the beard and the shades, you with the beard and the bun. <laughs> and it's like, yo, um, the these are the pictures. The silhouette is just, I always thought like a silhouette is sick. It says so much. If you have like, uh, so many symbols are silhouettes, like the Jordan dunking right. on yeah, his yeah, yeah. silhouette, LeBron's. Silhouette, NBA, step back, silhouette, MLB, silhouette. So I've just always thought of having a silhouette of myself and what it would look like, you know? Uh, so she was able to put brush to canvas and come up with the, um, with the sketch or the outline, basically, of just the faces. Pass that to the homegirl Sierra um, who's nice with the computer end of it, making it digital, putting together and like, um, uh, you know, designs logos for people, designs signs for people as uh, her kind of work, as her job. And just kind of knowing her like for a while, felt comfortable enough to say, hey, here's this project, here's this idea that we have, here's what we're doing, here's some ideas behind it and run with it. And Dude, she came up with some. Oh, both of them did, yeah. Fire, bro. Yeah, yeah. Both of them, things that I would have never like put up to. So, um, shout out to, uh, shout out to y'all too. Um, thank you so much. Uh, put a shout out on the Instagram page for them. Uh, go and like them if you ever need work done. Uh, feel free to hit them up. Gabby on the paint side of things. Uh, Sierra on the digital art side of things. Logos, all those things. Even any crazy, crazy ideas you got in your mind, man hit them up and see what's going on. Cause even just seeing what they were able to produce from one to the other. Now I feel like I have so many more ideas stuck in my brain that. Oh bro. Yeah. yeah that's how I was like, that's the immediately what I was like, Oh shit. Like there's so much more that now, like we have, we have a, you know, a stretch out arm that could be able to like basically just do whatever. We have those homies on the team. We have the homegirls on the team. Yeah, yeah. Ready to ready to ride, dude. We can we can we can try to make some yeah. more stuff pop. So um, thank y'all for doing that, and uh, shout out to y'all. All right. Um, next thing. Um, do you have a self care? Uh, I do. Okay. Cool. So the last couple, yeah, the last couple times, um, at work. Bro, I like I work. I walk around a lot at work. Like at work, I walk around, and I'm seeing yeah. the same shit, same whatever, you know. But I get like I get breaks. I get like a half hour break from lunch and do all that shit. So I was like, I walk around so much, but I just use the same stuff. I never really like, kind of, just have a walk to like kind of think about shit or just like, just wander around and look at the city of what I'm close to because I'm right by the Amazon spheres and like pretty close to the Space Needle. So I can walk and just kind of see random shit. And it was pretty nice. So like today, I just went out and just walked around for my lunch break. Kind of just brought like a little snack with me, started looking around. And I don't know, just like kind of got lost in the city for about 
what what could be and for half an hour be back to clock in you know but that was that was nice it was like didn't think about work didn't think about nothing just kind of like just enjoyed the outside and people i can see and just like you know so that was nice i think i'm going to start doing that more often just as far as just like Bro. Just not be lazy at home because it's so easy just to get on the sticks and just play a game. Like, st- I can still do that, but I mean, go walk around for half an hour at least, you know. Yeah, so I to get lost. I I feel that I feel that so much because you get stuck like in the routine, right? Like I always think of it like a mouse in a maze. Like he knows the path to get to the cheese, and so he's gonna take that path every single time. So like us too, we know the path yeah. to get to work. So we're going to take that every time. And if we're on our way to work, like we're, you know us, bro, like we might be like a little late, so we can't really be taking any detours. Yeah. We got <laughs> to get to work like right now. And you just travel that back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you never think, let me, what's over there? Like one road over that I haven't explored yeah. because I'm stuck in this rut. I'm stuck in this path, like going back and forth every day. And from home to work, from home to work, to gym, to home, to work, to gym. Yeah. And it's just this nonstop racetrack that we're just on. You know what I mean? The rat race, right? Yeah. So I feel that, bro. I feel that step out of your, like, rut and just do something random or do something that you haven't done. Go in a place that you haven't been. Look around. Oh, yeah. Bro, I feel yeah. like. I'm trying to, like, even just apply it to other things as far as uh like the marketing stuff I do, like, okay, I know there's like certain amount of things that we have to keep focused on. Like it's gotta be food oriented, you know, working with Bon Appetit and stuff, but also there's, you can just be creative and unique with it. There's like a, not a rules list, but there's, there's a guideline that you can, you know, kind of follow. So if you don't follow the guideline and still be kind of dope with it, like, and it's still good, especially working with college kids, like maybe some marketing places you can't do this but with kids I kind of like have kind of free range to be able to kind of put my own wording on it and kind of just put like a little spin make it sound cooler than just this like the rope you know the robot like oh welcome to this and I was like yo like we're over here Nelly's Cafe get down here like you know I can just like (laughs) randomly say throw your spin on it I'm trying to apply like yeah yeah so I'm trying to apply that to like try to at least work make it more interesting try to impart your own personality on what you do. Like what makes you, you is sick. You know what I mean? Like what makes you, what makes you roam? Like what makes you the like tick the way you do day to day stuff are like, um, you know, take what you're good at, take your flavor, take your style, take the things that make you, you and put it into your work, dude. Uh, that oh, ties yeah. that ties into that ties into my self care. We I had a training on Wednesday, and one of the activities was create. And I've done this activity a million times, but here's this list of words. Write down what your core values are. Like how many times do they um, do they make you do that at the beginning of a sports season? at the beginning of a job, at the beginning of, you know, a group activity, at the beginning of a class, write down the things that are important to you as a group, as a team, as a class, and, uh, like, just kind of write them down and talk about them. Why do those things mean Mm -hmm. to you? So my list 
for work. Let me open it up and find it. There was 10 things that they had us write down. And it was this gigantic was today? This was Wednesday. This was Wednesday. So um, out of my 10 core values, here we go. First one, fun. Second one, creativity. Third one, adventure. Fourth one, flexibility. Five, cooperation. Six, challenge. Seven, honesty. Eight, genuineness, which I didn't know was a word. I was gonna say like genuinity, genuinity. I was that's not that's even worse of a word. Genuineness just didn't sound right to me. But Sorry. it sounds right. But yeah, it sounds right. It's right. <laughs> I googled it. It's right. Yeah. Uh, nine hope and ten helpfulness. So in looking at those and like writing them down, the final question of the activity were how do you apply what you have written down to work. So what I had to think was, and what I immediately thought was I work with a lot of people. I work in a profession where I get to impact a lot of young people. I get to impact a lot of people in period. You know, I work with a lot of people on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. So the way I thought of it and how I'm going to try and apply it to work is take those things and at the end of a given day or at the end of a given year or in 10 years, when I run into these people that I've worked with, run into these people that I've served, um, run, run into these people who I have hopefully had an effect on, that these 10 things, maybe one or two of them, like they'll be able to say about me. I know I'll affect different people in different ways. I know different people will think about me in different ways. I know you ask 10 people about me in 10 years, they're gonna have 10 different answers. I just hope that <laughs> there are 10 different answers. <laughs> hopefully are hopefully yeah. things on this list. <laughs> um, and of course, like, you know, throw in some other stuff in there too. But um, if these things are things that I'm gonna hold dear to myself or things that I'm gonna kind of hold myself accountable to, then that is hopefully the end product. So thinking about myself and taking care of myself and making sure that I'm doing these 10 things, um, I think hopefully it'll pay dividends, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll be yeah. like an investment. Like I try and work at these things. And if I can do these things, then what I want will hopefully come to me. What, what I gain from doing this hopefully will be good in that way, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. No, so, so I, I, I like that exercise because uh, I like the ending question because, I mean, you're going to write all this stuff and uh, I mean, how does it affect or how, what was, the, what was the ending question? Like, how are you going to apply this to your work or how? How are you going to apply? How, so you take the, you take the, um, the list, take the words mm -hmm. and then use those and based on those, how do you apply your feelings that you went through when you wrote down that? How do you apply the 10 words from that list to work? How do you make these 10 things yeah. that you hold dear, these 10 core values, how do you connect that to work? How do you apply it? How do you yeah, bridge I those see, I like that because when, yeah. So whenever I think about work, I think about pretty much those 10 core values just because that's what I want to do rather than 
looking at it like this is what I should do to my into my work like I think that's how people like are easily fall in love with like just crazy jobs like somebody's like I love doing this which is like it could be something like super just like random like have you ever seen dirty jobs oh dude, people the, love their dirty jobs farmers they love their jobs farming oh yeah pig farmers love pig farms and people that build houses paint fences people that raise children people that take care of the elderly yeah oh yeah so like when you talk about those core values i'm thinking i want a job like that rather than no i should take these core values of mine and apply it to my work because that's what's going to make me fall in love with this job that's going to make me want to go to work every day you know uh, I mean? so i'm looking at the mean. opposite way which is now i could see you know what i mean yeah like looking at now, it from find a job yeah. that allows you to to impart those or to get all these 10 yeah get all 10. putting all my shit into it yeah yeah and if you're in a job that isn't allowing you to do half of them you should probably find a different job you should probably leave yeah for right? sure <laughs> no yeah. i that's why whenever like i didn't think about it yeah. from that point yeah. of view that's why that side of it mm. yeah no that's yeah. a good point bro. well yeah so now yeah so you try to make me quit my like job that that's a good exercise you try hey, to make me quit how many, my job? How many those? <laughs> how many of you them? Got at least half of them yeah well, okay okay well, well let's do it then. how how many can i say that i like okay in this week that i have uh have i been able to have fun yes have i been able to be creative yes have i had adventure yeah what's it what's adventure to you like oh dude, adventure out, to but... me adventure to me because i feel like i have like a super strong imagination adventure to me can be anything dude it, watching a movie to me could be an adventure because i have the ability to kind of like visualize myself in the story and kind of buy in and go yeah. along the adventure that the people that i'm watching are going on and like completely like immerse myself in it um i know that sounds kind of weird but um so in just like what i do like in being able to read a lot uh, being able to tell different stories, being able to do all that stuff. I feel like I do get to kind of experience adventure um, yeah. in some form. So there, flexibility in oh. loads. You have to Especially be flexible. Now. You know, yeah. And I get a chance to kind of do that. Cooperation, challenge, 100%. Honesty, yeah. <laughs> hey, you already, you already got, you already got more than half. Right? You're, you're good. You're good. You're good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't gotta quit. I don't gotta quit. I don't gotta quit. I don't quit. Genuineness, genuineness is sometimes like tough, though, bro. But I feel like genuineness is kind of, it's kind of hard to, like, be genuine all the time because of the amount of like information that I feel like we intake nowadays. We listen to other people sing. We watch other people act. Oh, yeah. We, um, you know, watch other people play sports. Um, we're kind of influenced by so many things, fashion, music, um, what to eat, what to drink, what kind of women you should go after, what kind of friends yeah. you should have, what kind of activities you should be doing. Um, I feel like it's hard to be genuine. But, dude, little gem, I uh, heard Matthew McConaughey in an interview the other day. And one of his things that he said was, that he, because they asked him, he's such a cool guy. Yo, Matthew, like, you're such a cool dude, bro. How do you do it? You know, blah, 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 all the same old questions. And uh, his thing was like, I try to be genuine. 
I, that's exactly what I try to do. I try to be just myself. If I try to be anything else and when I've tried to be anything else, I just feel like I don't, I don't do it right. And I just kind of have it. Like he just has his, his thing, you know? Um, but his main thing was like, uh, cause they're like, Oh, like you could be a nerd. Like, what if you were a nerd? He's like, dude, don't, nerds are cool. He's like, you want, it's okay to be a nerd. Nerds are cool because nerds are themselves. If you think about it, like nerds are kind of like more genuine than anything else. People that you think that are into weird comics or into like, I don't know what are other nerd things that people might say anime or dress weird or dress different. They're kind of being themselves and not afraid to do it. What he said, but what he said, you don't want to be as a dork, like be a nerd because nerds are genuine. Don't be a dork because dorks are trying to be something that they're not. Yeah. And they fail at it. And you look like a dork when you fail at being something that you're not. So the genuineness, trying, bro. Trying, trying. That's pretty good shit. Yeah. Trying. Hope and helpfulness, always there. Never lose hope. Yeah. Always help. Always help. So, yeah, man. Cool. Cool. All right. Back to it. Ready for top five? I am ready for top five. Top five. All right. You want to go first or second? I'll leave it up to you. I'll let you have the pick. Let me, yeah, let me go this one because you got rose first. Or I kind of told, told you you can have rose first. But let me, let me do this. One. Oh, okay. So, We're just taking charge now. Go ahead, dog. Yep. Hey, hey. <laughs> you still need me here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first one, are we doing it like our worst or is it just any five? Any five, any five fears. Any uh, five. We, we just got done talking about being genuine. So your five fears, five fears. Sure. What are five well, okay. things that you're so afraid I'll go with, of? Yeah. So this will go in order of what I thought first. So I guess it'd be like genuine of like okay. what my fears would be, you know. The first one is being eaten alive. And I think about that because it's fucking like, I, I specifically think of a shark. That's what I specifically think okay. of. Yeah, so I was gonna say because that could mean a lot of things. Cat yeah. being eaten a lot by who? A lion? Oh, yeah. uh, flies? A, like cats? BBW? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 oh. Yeah, oh, I mean, bing. I I automatically thought of a shark. Uh, I think it's just because, like, growing up, I saw Joss, I guess. I don't know. But I've seen, like, videos of these crazy motherfuckers going into the pit and just, like, of a lion or whatever. And they, Have you ever seen the one where the dude gets dragged off by a lion? Or by, like, a whatever it is, a leopard or whatever? I don't yes. know. What yes. Bro, like, I see him getting taken off. A grown-ass man, probably, like, buck 80, buck 90. And this thing just has it in its – it has him in his mouth and just takes off running with it, you know? It's just like, oh, man, that motherfucker's strong, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know so that, that's the kind of shit I think about. Like, oh, that dude just got mauled. Like, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? So that's what, what that's what my fears. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mine first one that I'll go with, uh, dude. Um, okay. I always give. This is my number one fear, and I hate it. I I'll tell a story, I guess, with it. I don't like needles at all. I don't like watching people get shots. I don't, people sewing, that's fine with me. I can sew all day long, but the idea of needles going into skin, Ooh. oh yeah. my goodness, no way. I don't want any part of it. Tattooing, kind of, I'm all right with, but, and so maybe it's just shots, but shots, I, 
I can't, dude. I can't. The last time I tried to get a shot, the last time I had to get a shot, my mom and my Aunt B, RIP, <laughs> it took me to the doctor. My Aunt B drove me to the doctor because I had like slid playing softball, scraped on my leg something awful. And my mom was afraid that I had tetanus. So sent me to the doctor, just want to get it checked out, blah, blah, blah. Didn't tell me that she was afraid that I had tetanus. She tricked me into going by just saying, you should go to the doctor and get this checked out. If she would have told me, you're going to go to the doctor and get a tetanus shot, nope. I was not going anywhere. (laughs) So she told me, just go to the doctor and get it checked out. She was working at the doctor's office that she wanted me to go to. I went to the doctor. My aunt drove me up there. And the whole time, you know, we're just having a good time. We stopped to get lunch before, um, went to Applebee's, shout out Applebee's. I bought us lunch with a $25 Applebee's card and lunch came out to like twenty four oh one, and neither one of us had any other money. So I just left the card and we bounced, bro. Um, but anyways, went there, met with the doctor. The doctor asked me, when's the last time you had a tetanus shot? I had no idea how to answer. So I just said, I don't remember leaves the room, comes back, and he has a shot with him. He's like, I got to give you a tetanus shot. Dude, I freaked. I freaked. Okay, so uh, (laughs) I'm sitting there, and he's not going to do it. The doctor isn't going to do it. He's just like, no, I'm going to have my nurse do it, which was like one of my mom's coworkers, which actually turned out to be a really good friend of my mom's to this day. Mm. She comes in, and she's like, I got to give you the shot. And I wouldn't let her. I would oh, yeah. I just kept every time she got close and I just kept telling her no like I no I can't do it I I no like no 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 she's like do you need me to go and get your mom <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and, and my aunt B and my aunt B bring both of them in here because it's gonna take both of them in here to like I'm not letting you touch me yeah they came in my aunt B held my hand my mom was holding me like, you know, and just, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. I mean, well, it's going to be fine. But, you know, my mom's like praying for me because they know, like, I'm freaking out. The girl sticks me and I like, I, <laughs> to this, I saw her a couple times after that. She's a softball player. So we played, ended up playing softball against her a couple times. I couldn't look her in the eye. Oh, like that. I, I, my soul, not even me, like she's a great lady, super awesome lady, but my soul just wouldn't let her and me like coexist and be cool because (laughs) she had done this horrible thing to me. She had the worst, my worst fear, my worst absolute fear she had done to me, dude. So needles, fuck them, shots, fuck them. Oh my God. I hate them. I mean, yeah, I I agree. Uh, I could do it now. I haven't had a shot in a long time, but I feel like. You got mad tats though. You're good. Yeah. You're I, well, that's why I like, but like how you're saying the feeling, cause it's like still above your skin. It's like kind of barely going into the skin, but that needle's got to go into your fucking whole so, body. You know what I mean? Yeah. I swear to God, those things look like they're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I hate them. I hate them. I'm getting yeah. nervous talking about them already. Next fear. God dang it. Right. Why did I pick this topic? Yeah, this was this was all you, bro. You're gonna have nightmares. It's it's Halloween too, bro. Oh, worst oh, worst worst movie scene ever. It was one of the saws, uh, one of the saw movies. Um, homegirl's like a heroin addict, and oh. to get out of the room, there's a key at the bottom of a pit, and the pit is filled to the top with like dirty syringes and needles. 
You basically hopped in that bitch, like hopefully. Oh, she hopped in. Like, she hopped yeah. in and I hopped out. I walked right out of the theater, bro. <laughs> Went to go use some grab some popcorn, use the restroom. Forget that. Hell no. You wanna know my uh <laughs> I told this to one other person, so now I gotta tell the world. Tell the uh, world. So you know what to do, what I do anyway when you go when you go to go to a movie with this girl and then you're about to watch a scary movie. What I know what to do or what I do that helps me. Cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn. Oh. <laughs> I can't, I can't <laughs> <stop. laughs> no, uh, I'll, I know when a scary part's about to come up, I'll look in the top right corner and just stare at that corner when the scary part is about to go up down. And I was like, you know, after it goes down, I was like, look, I was like, oh, you were scared about that? Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> but, but, oh, dude, I'll look in that fucking corner and not look anywhere else. Like, holy oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, wow. Let me find yeah. out, bro. Yeah, Let it me works. find out. Right out bro. It works. See, and here I am trying to be genuine, legitimately get scared out of my shit so that she don't feel bad that she got scared. Then she, she can make bad. fun of me and all this time. I got I to gotta look, look like I'm fucking watching the entire movie. <laughs> hell no i just don't go uh-uh yeah i like scary movies though but i mean if, if something's gonna be too intense i look in that right corner like, thrillers thrillers and suspense i can do but as soon as you start messing with the devil and demons peace oh, bro. Yeah. Nope, don't mess with the devil bro <laughs> no nah, you don't want to mess weird. with the devil bro hell no nah. all right what do you got number two okay number two dude i'm so went to hawaii like i know the water looks hella dope um, especially being there, I was like, I'm never going to touch lake water because you can't really see through it. So I went and finally went into the ocean where you can see through it and see the bottom. Bro, I swam out and I immediately just felt like by myself, even though there's a bunch of people like 10, 15 feet behind me, dude, I could just see so clearly so far and it was just too much for me. And I was just like, I'm afraid of the ocean just because it's just so big and so wide and it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. There could be yeah, anything no. coming at you. Bro, anything. And then Megalodon, my shark fear. Bro. Dude, my shark fear. <laughs> bro, I like swam back. I was like, I'm fucking playing by these little kids. Because, I mean, one of them's going to get caught before me. You know? like, don't go past the buoys, bro. Don't go oh, past yeah, the buoys, no. dog. So the ocean, the ocean is a per- fairly newer fear for me. Like the last like four years, for no, sure. You can yeah. be a pirate, bro. No. You can be a pirate. See, I think I'm part pirate, dog. I'm a scallywag, bro, all the way to my bone. I could be out at the sea all day. I'm with it. Hell ocean heart, baby. Have you been? Have you been at the ocean? Have you been? Oh swimming? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, not the in the bottom ho- and everything. Not not in Hawaii or anything like that. But I've been in the Pacific Ocean. Been out. Um, went out like uh, on a boat to the point where you like you couldn't see land anymore. And I was like, yo, yeah. this is sick. See, I could do I could do that. I can't be in it. Like, oh, you can't I'll be, be in the, the water. Boat. I can't be oh, in the water. Like, I see what I'll you be, mean. I'll be, I could be in a boat, like, wherever. That'd be, that's dope. But what about, once what I, about the, what about a river, about a lake? If you're out in the middle of the river, I, the I don't lake, think, you freak? I would because I can't see through the bottom. So it's kind of like a, oh, I want to so see through the bottom. You have to, you have to be able to see the bottom. I have to see what's coming after me. Oh, <laughs> you gotcha, know, like, gotcha, gotcha. There's gotcha. gotta be something, you know. <laughs> but uh yeah i could be on a boat i just can't i can't fucking swim in it i can't go out and just be out there dude there's even videos that fucking freak me out like i saw this one where they're in a cave and it's just like 30 or 40 feet down that you can you can't really see the bottom because it's so far down but you know you can look out like 20 or 30 feet like got you right or left yeah. but looking just at that video 
my heart's racing. I'm just like, <laughs> bro, I'm getting like hella scared for these people. It's like, this is it. This is it for them. Right. You know? Or oh, like, yeah. them, oh yeah. got you, got you. Okay. So that's the ocean's mark. Ocean. Okay. The second one. Yeah. My number two. My number two actually came to life the other day and I saw it on Twitter and it freaked me out. Okay, so living in Spokane for a little while, going to Seattle, going to San Diego, any place where there's um, big business, and even, I guess, just walking around downtown, any downtown, walking over sewer grates mm. freaks me out. I, it, like, I, if, I, if at all costs I can avoid it, I'll go around left I, because I'm just afraid that I'm going to fall straight through and fall into nasty muck and just darkness and rats and bugs and creepies. Dude, freaks me out. Yeah. So the other day, I'm looking through Twitter. Somebody in New York, there was a sinkhole that rats had dug out underneath the concrete. Yeah. And kind of took all of the kind of support for the concrete and just kind of like melted it away. This dude fell 10 feet into complete darkness into like a rat nest. Oh my God. And it took like half an hour, 20 minutes to get this guy out before like people saw that he had fallen, able to call somebody or get help to where they can get down there and like reach him out. Dude, worst thing ever. I've always been afraid of that. And to see it like come to life, to see it actually happen to somebody, I, oh. I'm even more terrified now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that for real. Like, especially, you said it was New York. New York, man. Bro, rats are huge over there. Like, fuck that. Dude, rats in New York will steal your wallet. They'll steal your girl. <laughs> they'll steal your phone. And don't. And you won't be able to identify him, dog. He's out of here. Laters. They all look you. the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all look alike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, yeah. That. that's two. What you got for three? All right, three. I think three is just like just being in the like just darkness itself you know it just feels like just empty it's just emptiness you know what i mean like yeah it's sometimes it's even hard to like the abyss uh, yeah dude like there's nothing you know it's just uh that's why I like being in that like kind of outer space movies like like what is that one it's uh the one with uh matthew mcconaughey um, oh I, it was one of my favorite uh interstellar interstellar yeah, yeah even being uh just like digging out there just like Bro, there's nothing. Nothingness. There's nothing. It's just too much. I think, I think just like huge like spaces like that. It's just too much to like, for my brain to even fathom. Like you're reverse just... claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. Actually, did I tell you about that? No. No. Uh, you're claustrophobic. No. So I'm reverse, not not claustrophobic, but I'm reverse. I feel like at certain times I'm reverse. Uh, like my depth is freaks me out sometimes. So like you know how people are afraid of heights. Like if I look too far out, like when I get super bad anxiety, if I look too far out, it's like I'm, um, I'm. It's like my like how somebody's afraid of heights, like that feeling. Oh, like you want to be able to see the end. You want to be yeah. Able to see I need the to end. see something. Yeah, I need it. Like, A background. Yeah. So gotcha. not so my anxiety makes it hella worse. But then when I'm not like I'm still cool and I can kind of look at it for a little bit, but I can't look at it too long. Cause I got to look away and just look at the ground or look at something that's like three feet away from me, you know? Got you. So I don't know what that's called, but that's like kind of like that for me. And I'm not, I'm not too far. I, I guess I'm not too afraid of heights. Cause I guess I could see the bottom eventually, you know what I mean? Yeah. So got I mean, you. if I'm just looking out, like it's too, yeah, it's too much. 
Yeah, but darkness, darkness is for sure one of them. I'm going to piggyback on that because I feel like the darkness that I'm afraid of is a little bit different. So I am afraid of dark-skinned people. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, like, oh, <laughs> I think we're going to have to cut this whole segment. Oh, no. <laughs> My dad horrifies me. <laughs> During the summer? Oh, my God. As soon as we get to July, I can't even look at him, bro. <laughs> Damn. My bad, dad. My bad, dad. I love you, bro. Um, <laughs> no, um, okay, so the darkness I'm afraid of is like pitch black darkness, complete mm-hmm. black darkness. So I moved to a new apartment one time in Spokane. I was living down the road, moved to another spot, first night in the place, and um, turning off lights, getting ready to go to bed. And I hit the last light in the living room. Well, I don't realize that all of the lights in my bedroom and everything else are completely turned off too. Like that was the last light in the whole apartment. As soon as I hit it, my eyes like didn't adjust, you know, to the darkness right away. It just kind of like shuddered and I couldn't see anything. I completely lost my bearings. Like I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. It was like pitch black darkness, pitch black. So, and then not only did that happen, but now I'm in a new environment. Like, it's not like I had lived in the spot where I knew where the lights were. I was still learning where the lights were. So I like hit the light, like turned, like turned and walked and then like got turned around and completely lost. And I was looking around, touching walls, trying to find the light, freaking out at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, completely terrifying, completely terrifying. Went to the fair a couple years ago and they had this like trailer that you could just kind of walk through and it was... Like part of it was like a 3D kind of optical illusion thing. Well, at the very end of it was called pitch black and you walk through it and it's the same feeling. You just keep walking straight, you know, and they ha- there's a handrail there, but it yeah. was the same exact feeling, not being able to see anything at all, like complete pitch black darkness. Like, like as if somebody just covered your eyes, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you can't see anything at all. Terrifying. You kind of like experience what like, a blind person kind of would if they weren't in their own surrounding you know what i mean like absolutely well and then i wonder if i think because i think of course there's like probably different degrees of blindness where some people can probably make out light or they can see that light is on or anything but just completely just yeah experiencing that experiencing the loss of sight i that was horrifying i'd rather lose any other even hearing i'd rather let that go you know because i can still feel i can still see yeah. That was completely gone, blacked out, poof. Ooh. Oh my gosh, whole new environment for me, and I, yeah. I hate it. Yeah, that's three. All right. So, four for me, dude, is being of like, being a part of like a national tragedy. Like, I get, I get kind of wary about big crowds. And oh. so I automatically think of somebody, somebody could just like pop off, you know what I mean? Just like, shoot up dude that's that's what like a fear is just like just being a crazy part of just a national tragedy that just goes like i think of that too i and strangely and i'm not complete i'm not like too afraid of it but i do think of that you're in a crowd of a hundred thousand people you're in a crowd of fifty thousand people you're not telling me that there's not one of us in here that's kind of a little psycho that's ready to like you know exactly. get some revenge yeah. and i yeah i i feel that yeah so i mean like even with some of the shit that does go on even like down here, I don't know, like maybe you're, you're, this person was actually in the vicinity of you, but they didn't decide to do it then. 
like maybe right. they decided to do it at a different point like they thought about it but i don't know i just think about that crazy ass shit though like it happens it happens to people and yeah. people get caught up in all the time like sooner or later that fear of oh sooner or later it's gonna be me yeah oh yeah but i think what my what i think about it is like the tragedy that happened and i see everything rather than like i lose my life in it losing my life in it like oh that, that gonna, you don't have to deal with it you don't have to deal with it after everything else it's like oh shit like i i don't think i could be out anywhere else like that you know what i mean just because my mind already races and then races before even anything happens and then once it happens i'm fucked like for everything just like depending what i've seen and i'm sure there's people out there that have seen so much crazy shit and just like mm-hmm. i mean like war itself you know just like think about that and then yeah i mean just doing that like a public place where people are chilling you know like, right yeah, no, I'm with so that. I, I I think about that. That's like a that's like a bigger fear, mm-hmm. one big fear of mine. So yeah. All right, this is my four. My four. My four, right, or my three? Your four. My four. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because I got. Yeah, cool. All right, my four. So my four is um kind of a little bit of like a personal one that i don't really share a ton so my four is like being alone like loneliness bro Mm. like in every sense of the word like even being by myself like (laughs) and like just at home like by myself sometimes it gets a little rough if if it's been a day if it's been like a day and a half like not talking to anybody I, I my home like you know I haven't like done anything so I'm fine but I, I have to get out I have to see somebody I have to like go and be around like family I got to go be around and talk to somebody yeah living um living, I feel like this is the third time that Spokane came up living in Spokane uh being up there and having like a roommate for the whole time the majority of my time there was cool But then as soon as this guy moved out to kind of like get on with like him and his girl and like for them to kind of take, you know, next steps in their relationship and kind of grow as a couple. And then me being left to kind of like, all right, I got a spot on my own. No big deal. I got a job. Some of the nights like by myself were rough, bro. Were like super rough. Uh, Just kind of like being getting homesick, kind of missing uh, like, you know, family, um, missing friends uh be having to kind of just sit there alone was yeah like crazy so that mixed and then like i want to say like even kind of get a little bit like deeper into it kind of like being alone like for like life too like not finding like a partner not finding somebody to kind of like you know to be like you know on my team not find somebody to be like you know friends with not find somebody to like talk to that is insane. I don't know if this ever happened to you, like when you were a kid. Like I think this might be where it started, but I remember there would be days when I would wake up and everybody in the house would be gone. My parents would be gone, my sister would be gone, um, nobody would be there. And I would legitimately be afraid <laughs> that Jesus had come and took everybody oh, yeah. back oh, but me, bro. <laughs> so I would freak out and I would freak, I would freak, I would freak all the time and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I start calling cell phones, start calling my grandma's house, start calling like, you know, different people like, hey, uh, have you seen my mom? Have you seen my dad? Like blah, 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 blah. Dude, that always, always, always freaked me out. Always freaked me out. Um, 
Yeah. And then I don't know if you remember having our like family reunion, like, oh, like 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, do, your sister, I want to say, said that that was like kind of one of the things that she was like, she would think too. And that she was like, I would wake up. She's like, and the people that I would call is like grandma and grandpa, because I thought Jesus came back. And if I called grandma and grandpa and they answered, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm I do make, like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> Jesus didn't come back. He, yeah. if, he, if he didn't take grandma and grandpa, he didn't come. <laughs> yeah. I do kind of make you remember that now that you said that. <laughs> after, after she said that, I was like, same. Oh my God, I, I should have thought to call grandma and grandpa and that would have been the, the right wise there. thing to do. Yeah. Okay, Jesus Jesus, Jesus hasn't come yet. I'm, I, I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. I didn't miss Everybody's it. Cool. I go back to sleep. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but, but loneliness, man, being alone. And I do do a lot of stuff kind of like on my own, go out and golf and stuff like that. And I do like having alone time in that, but it's to a limit. Like it, ha it like for me, it has to be yeah. to a limit. I can't, I can't do it by myself, bro. And if, and just kind of the fear of having to kind of like go through life alone. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, I see. Yeah. When I went to uh, Cleveland by myself, that was like the very first time I actually went somewhere by myself. And I was just like, hell yeah, I could do this by myself. This should be cool. Like, even though it was like just those five days, I think I was there for four or five days. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, I went there specifically for, to go to a concert, to go to a Cleveland game. And just kind of just enjoy it, a different city. But when I was there, I mean, I just woke up and I, I don't, I like, you obviously don't know anybody there. And I was just like, dude, this is like, this is what loneliness kind of feels like. You don't really have anybody. There's nobody really to talk to. Cause like, I could still talk to people like back home, but that was like thousands of miles away too, you know? And I'd go to the bar by myself, but kind of like, I can easily just talk to somebody, just shoot the shit for a little bit. But then I'm like back by myself too, you know, just like, what do that, you go home to? You go home to nobody. You go home to yourself to be like to sit and be alone. And dude, and quietness, you know, unless you have the TV on. But it's just like, yeah. So what I those five days, like I even though I had a good time, there was part of it. I was just like, dude, this kind of like not necessarily sucks, but this is kind of crazy. Like I I don't think I could live by myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, like, that's that brings up a good point because because I kind of like having that feeling of you can go and interact with people. You can go and and talk to the guy that's at the bar, bullshit with the bartender. But when you get home, like that, you're just back at it. Yeah. You're back. You're back at home. You're alone. Yeah. Like you've talked to somebody. You've interacted with human beings. You've done all that. But you still th that lonely feeling of not having there, there's there's nobody that I I can't just text the bartender right now. Oh hey, yeah. good morning. What's up, dude? Like that feeling. Oh. And even then that that's like two or three hours of your some the when you're awake or whatever you're just you know then you have the extra 21 hours that you're by yourself like feel that, that yeah, yeah. Feel so that. that's the that's a good one all right my fifth one bro and you saw this i lived through this when you were there <clears throat> i'm afraid of uh just like suffocating to death and remember that one night over at uh, the house where I woke up just like... Um, that scared <laughs> the life out of me, too. Bro, I can't imagine being in your shoes. Bro, I thought I was done. I, I was like, I woke up, just like pushed myself out. It was like, uh, it was a acid reflux I just got at night. <clears throat> and that was the worst I had ever gotten it. And I just remember, I remember just standing up, but I know how I did. I just woke up and pushed myself off the bed and immediately just like could not breathe, like gasping for air and you shot up too like after you heard me and i was just like looking at you i was like i just remember things like this is it this dude has to see me die right here like i thought i was done bro and then like i just i kept thinking that and i was like yo like you're all right you're you're kind of getting your air back and i was just like 
and I was just breathe like slowly and I was like you're fine you're fine just kind of easing me back to like <laughs> to myself bro I thought bro I was I thought I was done I thought I was I thought that was it right there dude that, that was that was painful to see because I felt I felt like sorry to, sorry to make it about me but <laughs> yeah, bro, oh what did you feel bro? <laughs> that is my <laughs> helpless like I felt helpless completely helpless yeah. And just like the frozen aspect of he's choking. What do I do? Go up and give him the Heimlich maneuver? Like, I don't know. And I, I like, I, I froze. It was one of like the first times in my life that I like, I froze. I don't usually freeze like that. I'm usually like, yeah. oh, let me go and help. Like I've seen people like pass out or people like, you know, fall or people do or people get knocked out. And I, I'm immediately like, oh, let me go and help this. But as soon as I yeah. see you choking, just waking up like in the middle of the night, three, four o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, we're down. out of sleep. Yeah. We're passed the fuck out. Passed mm. out. Like, and then just kind of wake. Oh, man. It felt unreal. It felt. Yeah. And then I remember, like, dude, like, are you good? He's like, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm good. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you scared the fuck out of me. And you're like, oh, yeah. I scared you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that shit was fucking, that shit was fucking <laughs> freaky. But uh, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, as far as feeling helpless, like, that's even like another really worse feeling because you're watching this happen and you can't do anything about it. That's, and that's, that's almost your like, fear. That's your fear of seeing like a natural disaster. Seeing, and exactly, like, that's what I was just gonna say. It's almost like that. You can't. Do I can't about stop it. that. I, yeah. I can't do anything to do it. Like the, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that's that was suffocating is worse, and I almost happened so like i kind of experienced that too so that's what i got yeah got you all right my fifth and final fear fifth and final fear my fifth and final fear is kind of is it's, it's kind of like outlandish i guess in a way um I don't know. I, I feel like I fear all the time. And it's kind of something that I kind of like have to get over. I don't know why I've always felt this way. But I feel like there's kind of like something like out to get me. I don't know. I'm afraid of there being that. I'm afraid of there being like somebody out to get me in a way. And I don't, I guess I kind of want to push it as far as like, like weird crazy stuff that i see on tv like voodoo and like witchcraft and everything like that where people from are like watching you from like far away and can kind of see you and are like are plotting bad against you you know what i mean or just thinking bad thoughts or even taking it as far as like doing some crazy voodoo nasty devil stuff bro that kind of freaks me out to a point that 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 would be kind of like going on i guess and me like n not necessarily not being able to do anything about it, but not knowing, not yeah. knowing that there's that happening around me or that person trying to get me. And I'm, I, I, I don't know about it. I can't see it coming. Like if I know that, Oh, Hey, this person doesn't like me. All right. I'm, I know to keep that person at odds. But if I don't know who this person is and this person has just chosen me as their like target, I guess, I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. Like, I just kind of felt, like, that weird feeling a lot. Yeah. And, I, and it kind of, like, n I guess this kind of, like, will explain it a little bit more when it comes to, like, the witchcraft voodoo type stuff. 
So I get these weird things that I wake up in the middle of the night and not that I can't breathe, but I feel like paralyzed. Like, I don't know if I've never been able to like explain it to somebody and it makes sense. It's like that sleep paralysis shit. Bang, that's exactly what people yeah. call it, sleep paralysis. So I woken up and I'm, I'm alert, but I can't move. I, and so I don't know that I've like legitimately woken up. I'm pretty sure it's just like my consciousness is like kind of awoken in a dream state sort of way, not completely all there, but kind of maybe eyes open and freaking out. Like, like I, I'm trying to get up and then not only am I trying to get up and I can't, not only am I trying to move and I can't, but I'm trying to yell and I can't, and I'm trying to, and then not only is that happening, but then there's this thing coming for me. Like I see this shadow, like of yeah. something coming towards me and I can't do anything to stop it. I can't do, I can't move, I can't yell, I can't do anything. And this thing's just gonna come and get me. So I've had it happen. It hasn't happened in a long time. Um, and I was always trying to figure out, okay, this happened again. What, what was I doing to maybe cause this stress? Um, what I was eating, maybe it was because of drinking, because of doing like, you know, any number of different things that could trigger this. But I, it was always when I was by myself, except like this one time, um, I was like kind of dating this girl. Um, she had come over to like spend the night and I, um, I was just kind of laying in bed and kind of like ready to fall asleep. She had gone to go and um, get like water for the evening. She liked drinking water, like having water by her bedside in case she woke up, had like dry mouth or whatever. And I had fallen asleep as she had left because I was just already kind of like ready to go. Dozed off, closed my eyes and it happened. And in the dream or in the like situation, I had like slidden off the bed and like my back was laying on the ground and my legs were still on the bed, but I was frozen, like stiff as a board. I couldn't move. I couldn't yell. And I could see this thing coming for me and I'm just freaking out. And then like, I wake, like kind of like force myself out of it, like wake up and dude, and homegirl is like staring at me, like with the water and like kind of looking at me like I was freaking nuts, dude. And the only thing I could say was just like, what, what happened? Like what, what just happened? Like, did, did you like did you see that like, what what happened yeah and she was like are you all right like what's going on are you okay and I was like just water like I water and so she gave me the water drank the water like took me three four minutes to kind of catch my bearings until I could explain to her this is what is this is what happened this is you know this is this weird thing that's just happened to me what did it look like on your end and she was like you were laying there she's like and you were like all like tensed up and she said that I was just like, like trying to yell, but I couldn't, like, I was just like, like yeah. just going like that, you know? But uh, she was like, your eyes weren't awake or anything. You were just like, kind of like you were fighting something. And I was like, man, like that explained exactly to her, like what was going on yeah. and that it had happened before. And like, what the heck like, was that all about? And dude, like she like WebMD'd it, like, <laughs> google searched it and that's what came up like sleep paralysis that yeah. that happens to people and oh dude so i i kind of like attribute a lot of it to sleep paralysis 
but kind of tying it back to like the fear the fear that like somebody's doing that to me yeah, yeah. you know what i yeah. mean and Dude, they made a movie about it like but they made it like a scarier kind of like movie boogeyman type movie yeah but it's exactly what you're saying and they kind of just like they put an emphasis on the like shadows and whatever's after you you know but they kind of make it like a little dark and like but there's like there's scientists or there's like people that study the sleep paralysis kind of thing that do have like their input and stuff but then they go to like the dramatic scenes of it and then they'll go back to like that it's kind of like a scary fucking movie but like i couldn't even imagine just like trying to get through that either you know oh dude it, it's crazy it, it it and like i said it hasn't happened in a long time but it's yeah. just when it happens it freaks me out and i have to i have to get up and and i have to get up walk around like go outside and get some air yeah i, I have to like sure, leave man. leave the room i have to like get out of get out get out of where I am yeah. because there's been times where it like happens multiple times. I'll like, boom, I'll wake up. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm good. And I'll sit up and I'm like, all right. And I'll lay back down. And it kind of feels like as soon as I lay back down, like bam, like instantly, like boom, right back to it. And I'm like, what? No, like, you know, like I just, I just woke yeah. up. I'm, I'm fine. This is not happening. Oh dude. Freaking crazy, bro. Did you ever figure out, did you ever figure out what triggered it? No, to this day, to this day, I don't know, um, because it would just happen so sporadically mm. that I couldn't, I couldn't picture things and I couldn't do things. So that day, I remember her just being like, like, think about what you did, think about what you ate, think about everything. Let's write this stuff down. And then if it happens again, we can come back and see if there's anything that matches up. Yeah. But it just, it hadn't, uh, not that it like never happened again. It just never happened again, like around her. Like, right, right you know, it was just kind of so long ago or between the next one that yeah. I do. Crazy, bro. It's just crazy. <laughs> I know. I know. Here with Social Justice Warriors, we got three topics today. We got Justin Turner, we got Borat, and we got Kanye with the hologram for his lady. Let's start with Justin Turner. So Justin Turner plays third base for the LA Dodgers, who just so happened to win the World Series last week in six games which is a bummer because I wanted it to go game seven. Um, Kevin Cash, turn your computer off. That's all I'll say about that. Justin Turner was pulled in the eighth inning. And at the time, nobody knew why. Did he hurt himself walking into the locker room? Did he hurt himself anything? Blah, blah, blah. We didn't know until at the, until the end of the game, they said that he had COVID. And the, his test came up positive, which why are they, maybe they're taking tests pre-game right before the pre-game right before the game but anyways found out that his test came back positive in the eighth inning they yanked him sent him into isolation Dodgers end up winning the world series and at the end of the world series Justin Turner doesn't go home doesn't stay isolated Justin Turner goes back out onto the field celebrates with his team kisses his girlfriend slash wife slash fiance I don't know I don't want to get into people's business like that maybe it's his side piece I don't know and holds the World Series trophy. Takes a picture with it. Takes a picture with his teammates. Uh, they showed him hugging his teammates, doing all this kinds of stuff. Ron, what do you think? Oh, so I ended up kind of reading big, like this little thing on him. It was inconclusive. And then, however, so that same test, 
they retested that test again and it came out as him having COVID. So it was inconclusive. I think it was like a day before or something. And then while getting it processed during the game, it happened and they told him like, yo, like <laughs> you have COVID, you gotta get off the field. So like, I don't, I don't know if it's inconclusive, this this was the most like even though that's maybe wrong, there was an inclusive in, inconclusive result. But if you have an inconclusive result, you shouldn't even be going towards the field. You shouldn't. You need a negative. You need to have a negative. You know what I mean? Right. Like, why are they Why are they allowing an inconclusive? You don't know if it's yes or no. Oh, like, I see what you mean. Like you know his I mean? test was inconclusive, so they tested him again, and then. Yeah. Bang, it came back positive. Yeah, but if you had this person inconclusive, it doesn't mean he's allowed to go play. It means that you need to test him again with something else before he even goes out there. That's where I think that, like, th when it comes to a point where, like, there's things that are bigger, there, like, some people are putting things above COVID. They're putting the, like, World Series, Game 6. Let's finish this World Series. We have to finish this. We have to. And let's put it above COVID. Like, Fuck it. Inconclusive, the show must go on. And because we're here, they could win it today. And if he does have it, what I was thinking is, okay, let, he has it. What happens if the Rays, uh, what happens if Kevin Cash leaves his computer unplugged, forgets to plug in his fucking laptop, <laughs> actually coaches with his nuts and lets Blake Snell finish the game and the Rays actually win? What do we do game seven? We're going to postpone right. it? Does Justin Turner have to go and take off? Are we going to retest everybody again? So I think when it comes to MLB's part in this, like MLB is guilty, bro. Like MLB is guilty oh, sure. because, yeah. you know, in, in part of it, Justin Turner still has some blame because you're going out there, you're potentially exposing these other dudes, you know, and you don't know how they might feel about it. Like they might have families that at, at home and might yeah. be feeling differently about, you know, what it is and, 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 uh, have different responsibilities or have different viewpoints on the virus itself and want to distance themselves from you. You didn't give them that choice. And maybe the team got to vote and maybe it was just like a quick, because you know, they are a team that has played together for a long time and maybe they're um, quick enough to be like, no, let them come out. Like, fuck it. We're all good. You know, maybe. And I hope that that was the case, but if <laughs> there's one dude that wasn't cool with it he shouldn't have went out. Bro. No, not at all. So yeah. he's guilty at that point too. And then kissing his chick, like I, I mean, kind of giant smack in COVID's face, which I get it. You know, you're dating a dime piece. How, how much, how many times do you get to kiss a girl right after the world series? You know, go ahead and do it. And she's willing to kiss you with COVID. Dang dog. Like, Cause must, she had to have known. Well, yeah, she had to have known why she, he got pulled. Why he got pulled. Yeah. Why he got pulled. Unless he didn't tell her, unless he didn't tell her on some like creepy, like, like weird freaking i know i got it but i'm still gonna hit it oh yeah. <laughs> shit when did when did uh because they announced he had covid during the game right no they didn't they didn't announce anything until after the game when they were all huddled up and when shit. they were all huddled up when they were when they were celebrating when they were doing all of that stuff they <laughs> that's when they kind of told during the broadcast during the trophy presentations when wow. they found out and he found out and he had to have known this is the reason you're getting pulled because if i'm getting pulled for some oh what are they gonna you're make gonna, up some shit yeah. you're gonna fight it which i wish blake snell could have done he <laughs> couldn't have 
Um, you know, but uh, but yeah. So I'm going MLB guilty. Justin Turner, a little bit of guilt, but not near as much as MLB because I this is I think a point where MLB just said screw it, we're playing the game because we need to get this done, and we're so close to being done without a problem. Let's get done. Yeah. Do you think the MLBs? So is it more? Do you think there's somebody that could have held them back from going out after the game? Do you Absolutely. Think that, and so is that the MLB? Besides him knowing him, he knows he shouldn't go out there. He but knows he shouldn't who, go out there. Who's, who's the one? The MLB is supposed to be the one like, yo, get your dudes so that he doesn't go back onto this fucking field. Don't let like, him do it. But at yeah. that point, I feel like we've crossed the finish line. Might Fuck as well it. just be out there. Yeah. At this point. And I think, and I think, I don't know if you saw, dude, you got to watch the video. You got to watch Rob Manfred giving the MVP speech for Corey Seager. Did you see that? I haven't, no. He's talking and he sounds like he is low. Oh, 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 oh really? Oh, <laughs> dead, dog. He's literally talking like he's lagged. Like, you know, when you hear somebody oh, lagging, you're yeah. like, yeah and the the word just kind of like after yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> he's a loaded bro you got to check that out you guys check that out the rob manfred giving uh giving cory seager his his mvp yeah. trophy oh man yeah crazy justin turner partially guilty mlb definitely guilty we need to play the law and order song i know i think we need to get like one of those what is it a gavel yeah. All right. Next up, we got Borat. <laughs> Dude, Sasha Baron Cohen at it again. How do people fall for this shit? I don't know. How do how do people fall for this? If somebody came in and asked me to write on a cake some anti-Semitic craziness. I would say oh no. My gosh. I would say no. I'm not writing that. Sorry, I'm not falling for this. Look at you. There's got to be like cameras around. Okay, there's a camera crew standing yeah. right there. <laughs> and he, what, who? I don't know. I don't know. Who is falling for this garbage, bro? Who is falling think, for it? Do you think she was like thinking like, oh, this might give me my place like talked about? This is, which which is exactly what I'm thinking, which is kind of why I call bad form on some of the things from the movie on his part. Um, that being one of them, like taking advantage of people's good nature, because I feel like that lady is number one, looking out for her business. Number two, wanting to help this person, you know, and wanting to like kind of please a customer. Yeah. Okay, and, and, and yeah, at the begin at the end of it, she's just wanting to make a sale mm. for this cake. My job is to sell cakes. This guy wants something. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on a cake. That's what you want? Okay. Um, yeah. The fact that there was a TV camera there, I'm not necessarily, I'm not suspicious, but I would be suspicious if I was her. I'd be like, nah, hell no, this is a setup. Yeah. I smell that a mile away. Get out of here, bro. Like, I ain't doing that. Mm. No way. Um, so that was wild. Uh, the gun rally. What do you think about the oh, dude. gun rally? That shit was crazy. It's fucking, especially the two buddies he was with, like he roomed up with for a little bit. And then just saw him go up there. He's oh my God, he's up there. And just like singing and shit. But he starts singing, which was all, it, it was all set up. It was it, like, he plays it in the movie. Like he just goes up there and pretends like, like, oh yeah, uh, country Steve. Country Steve oh, is supposed yeah, to yeah. be singing 
but I'm just going to take place because country okay. Steve isn't here. So let me just, Oh, you're country Steve. Okay. Come on up. Completely set up, completely yeah. set up. Like he set everything up. There's people. Okay. So at the gun rally, there's people sitting and it's like right winged extremist and pro Trump and he, I'm people sitting in lawn chairs, holding their wife's hand with their like AR 15, like straddled around their back, ready for, I don't know. What are you, what are you, Bro, okay. What are you afraid for. of dog? Yeah. What are you afraid of? Okay. Like we're afraid of real things. We're afraid of falling in holes with rats. Like yeah. that AR-15 ain't going to help you against them rats, bro. Like, you know, what are you really afraid of? So <laughs> uh, that scene was crazy. And then just what he's getting the people to chant. Oh, my oh, goodness. Dude. Oh, my God. I wish oh, I would have yeah, I I wrote it down. It, uh, chop them up like the Saudis were yeah, or something was like, like yeah, that. That was like one little thing. And oh, then my gosh, else. dude. I'm, 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 I got, we got to look that up. We got to look it up. And we got to like, like, have to up. say the lyrics. Uh, Borat gun rally song. Oh my goodness! Just the most outlandish things, and people are laughing and having a good time. And, and having a good time. Listening <laughs> yeah. to this guy say this garbage, and like, dude, oh my gosh, so so ridiculous. Oh, Wuhan flu. It was something Wuhan flu. Inject them with the Wuhan flu, or chop yeah. them up like the Saudis do. <laughs> yeah, dude, get oh out of here, God. bro. Get out of here with that craziness. But. Like he's pointing out some people's stupidity, like the stupidity of, of, of people who claim to be woke, who claim to be, I'm fighting for my rights, I'm doing all of this, okay. But how intelligent are you really <laughs> if you're allowing this person if to dupe you? No, exactly. Yeah. So um, people at the gun rally, guilty of ridiculousness. <laughs> Borat, guilty of kind of taking advantage of people's good nature. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani, guilty of being a freak weirdo. Dude, that that was crazy. <laughs> I was like, because I remember hearing about it, I was like, I wonder how bad this shit is. And so, like, oh, when man. going down, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, this fucking guy. Best, best thing, best thing about the whole movie, I will say there was one thing that I loved about the whole movie, and that's, I don't know what her name is, but I'm just going to call her mama, bro. Um, the lady that takes care of the girl, the black lady that takes care of oh, Borat's daughter, dude. I was just waiting the whole time, too. I was like, this poor, innocent, like, I just see my grandma in her, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> she just cared for so many lives. I guarantee that lady has taken care of so many young people and lives and 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 done so much good and inspired so much good in people's lives. Like, if Borat makes this lady look good, like, I'm gonna, next time I see Borat, I'm slapping the shit out of him for hurting this lady. Yeah. But, dude, she was so nice. Just kind of, she talked the girl out of getting uh, breast augmentation. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A fake breast augmentation that it wasn't ever going to happen, happen in the first yeah. place. But she talked her out of it. The, when she pulls down the mirror in the car and has the girl look at herself in the mirror. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and yeah, tells yeah. her, you're pretty, you're beautiful. Look at yourself. Have you ever done that? Couldn't have been like, <laughs> nicer and more like the genuine. best wholesome thing of the movie you know like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> such a genuinely nice lady and what i loved about it what my favorite part was yes okay her being gracious human being her being so cool about it my favorite part like the movie was obviously filmed in pieces 
to where because it was just kind of hard to hide the fact that covid hit because he, mm. at, at the beginning he goes and he drops his daughter off with the lady she takes care of him everything's kosher like nothing crazy had ever happened right well then he goes back and picks up his daughter like after a couple of scenes and now the woman is in she's got a mask on she doesn't let bora into her house she makes him go around to the back <laughs> he's there to pick up the ball and chain that that he leaves for the girl because she needs her ball and chain to feel comfortable. <laughs> oh, like, oh my God, this guy's wild. This like just... Dude, and she's, and she, no, like you can't come any closer to me. You need to stand over there. And I'm like, you, you better fucking stand. Yeah, yeah. You better stand wherever she tells you to stand for it. God dang. <laughs> like, get him, mama. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, tell yeah. him. Goodness gracious. Oh man. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Just or wildness. You, remember that uh, scene? Do you hear that one of the there? I think it was what is it on Amazon Prime. They're about to get sued from. So you know the two um, Jewish women that he meets in the synagogue. Synagogue, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, and that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. So well, one, I think one of them passed away while when this movie came out. So I don't know which one it was. I think it was the main lady that he hugs. I think she's the one that passed away. But there, that woman's daughter was trying to sue Amazon because the way that she was, it was getting portrayed, like the mom went through the Holocaust. And so the way that it was looking at it, the way the lady was looking at it, that, that he was like disrespecting the Holocaust. He was just disrespecting the mom, da, da, da. But they, they kind of made like kind of a good reasoning on like, no, well, no, he was kind of, he was kind of happy that he found out the Holocaust happened, but kind of like sad that she was going through it. Like, I don't know. It was like something kind of crazy. So Borat, Borat, for those of you that haven't seen it, you don't want to waste your time. Borat walks into a synagogue dressed in, Dude, he's like dressed with, dressed as, a, dressed as pretty much like a demon, the demon version of a Jewish person. Um, has like a prosthetic nose on that's incredibly long and gaudy and not, and just completely meant to mock and and be ridiculous. Like it'd be like walking in. I, I don't even know what to like. You know, like it'd be like walking into like a, a an HBCU, like a, a a black college campus, and like dressing as a um, like dressing like as a, like in blackface, like walking in as that as like you know what I mean like that offensive, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're walking into a Jewish synagogue dressed as all of the Jewish stereotypes. And oh, he's like, carrying like a money bag too. He's like carrying, he's carrying a money shit. bag, like demonizing, like, you know, doing all this stuff. And there's these two women who are sitting in the synagogue. <laughs> and I'm so proud of that lady. So if she did pass away, like, you know, may her soul rest in peace. Because again, like she was stood it up to him and like, was just like, dude, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Do you see me? I don't, I don't, I'm not any of the things that you're portraying. You're telling me that like, I'm going to kill and eat you. Do I look like I'm going to kill and eat you? Like, do I look like I'm going to do all of these crazy things that you feel like I'm going to do to you? Do you look like that? And of course he doesn't really believe these things. He's just trying to get a rise out of people and trying to see what people will do and, and how they will react, you know, and this lady reacted genuinely and kind of hopefully taught this dude a lesson. Like, dude, 
hopefully he learns, and I don't think he will, just because I don't think he's that type of person that is going to see the good in people and see like, yo, I should stop. Yeah, for real. I shouldn't, I shouldn't fuck with good people. Like, uh, yeah, it's one thing to kind of like make fun of, you know, these psychos that are over here, like agreeing to chop them up like the Saudis do and give them the Wuhan flu and sing along and just, you know, like a bunch of little worker bees. Yeah. But the good people, let's chill, dog. Chill on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chill on that. Like, yeah, you like they came out looking great in the movie. And, you know, they're awesome human beings. And I respect if I ever meet those two women, like I would like feel more than comfortable with going up and giving them a hug and thanking them for being awesome human beings. Yeah. But don't mess with people like that, bro. Borat. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> That's what he's charged guilty with. Borat's a fucking idiot, idiot dude. Yeah. He's a genius at getting rises out of people, but dude... You I mean, gotta, you gotta stop, bro. You got, and and it his movie's been out a week and it's already old news. Yeah, nobody gives a shit about it anymore. So you went through all of that and now you were you were a story for a week, bro. Get out of here, bullshit. <laughs> Call him bullshit on Borat. Last social justice topic is Kanye's back in the news. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye, easy. Yeezy, 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 at it again. Yeezy for Kim Kardashian's 40th birthday, right? Uh, 40th, yep, it was her 40th. 40th birthday. Got a hologram. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Tupac hologram, but Kanye managed to get a video and record a message of a hologram in the form of her father the late robert kardashian famous lawyer for uh the or in um the oj simpson case um i'm sure he had like a lot more uh important things but kind of their his their tie to like oj simpson and the family and all that so uh we watched the video <laughs> right before this and there's a lot of like craziness in it <laughs> Kanye has the hologram thank himself and kind of like the hologram says, thank you for your congratulations for marrying the, the, the most, most, most genius man on the face of the earth. And, you know, there's some heartfelt stuff alongside of it, too, oh, yeah. I guess. But. Bro, I thought it was good. It was a very good, like, it was a very good, thoughtful thing. If you have the money to do it, like, it's, that was super dope. But then... Once he's a, you married, he said most like six times. He's like most, 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 most genius person ever kind of shit. I was like, yo, like <laughs> he just turned this whole fucking thing. It was so nice. And then he just turned this whole fucking thing. How to make it about, about you, yourself. Kanye. Yeah. How to make it about, because it, isn't it always, it's always about it's Kanye. Always, yeah. always about Kanye. That's where Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius because he makes you talk about Kanye. Oh man. So, um, so what I was like seeing on like social media and like, you know, hearing people talk about it and reading the news and stuff, a lot of people are talking about just that, the fact that Kanye thanked Kanye <laughs> using a hologram of Kim Kardashian. This was just a way of incepting Kim Kardashian, having your father, yeah. an image of your Bro. father in your father's voice say how much you love your husband. Don't leave Kanye. 
but what I'm kind of looking at and look at in the, the point of view that I'm taking is Kanye did this for 20 grand, 25 grand. I think it was like 30 or something like that. He was able to pull it off. Where can this technology take us? So what else can we use holograms for in the future? What are they going to be used for? First thing is <laughs> every single piece of shit, half-assed baby daddy is going to try and get it. Just figure it out. Oh, 20 grand and a, 20 grand and a hologram will raise my kid? Oh, psh, later. <laughs> Just push play real quick and I'm out. <laughs> Make sure you charge me. Make sure you charge it. Make yeah. sure you charge it. <laughs> Dude, it looks so good too. Like, like from the Tupac one to this one, bro, like it's almost night and day to me. Like it's crazy. Loads better. Yeah. Loads better. Loads better. And, and so that's what I'm saying. Like what else can this be used for? I joke about it being used as like baby daddy, but like in the future, when it, what is, how is this going to be used? Because I feel like Kanye just opened up a Pandora's box. Like what, because everybody's going to see this and I can't be the only one wondering, how can I use this? How can this yeah. be used? What's going to happen? So I'm imagining like you going into Walmart or you're going into Target or you're going into Macy's or like a clothing store and now they got holograms and you can check yourself out as a hologram and put clothes and kind of like, like adjust outfits, like an avatar, you know what I mean? And see how it yeah. looks on you like as, as, as a hologram form, that kind of way um teaching like you know yeah. teachers get sick and can't make it well now I, uh, my hologram can't you know <laughs> what else can we use a hologram for you know when does this yeah. become uh, how long do you think over under how long do you think until we got holograms just sitting around in our living room and we're not in zoom in seattle and sunnyside in human form we are but i can go up and my hologram can kick it with your hologram and we can go kick it on the beach in mexico bro i'm thinking like and this is where I'm thinking is might show up pretty good. Like, so I think it's going to show up probably in the next 20 years. 20? I'm saying 10. 10? 10. I'm, I'm thinking because it's such on a, it's on a, such a big scale. Cause like they were saying, I'm pretty sure they said they had to go to a fuck, but yeah. A it's stadium like, because yeah. the yeah. image, the image was like 13 by 36 or something like that. Yeah. The image was huge. It wasn't like a life-size human six foot image it was a huge image and a huge production yeah. in order to do this but we looked it up and it was only 20 it was only like 25 grand for him to yeah. do this to pull it off yeah so i think i think what's going to happen so i believe 10 because now with everything going on technology is getting pushed to try to make it where nobody's touching each other nobody's doing this so, so it's getting pushed super fast so i could see i could definitely see 10 but i kind of see it happening in cars like because the car's already self-driving so why not have a hologram make it look like somebody's driving for you and just kind of like I, I don't know about how it's going to be like interactive which it could be i'm sure but to get that 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 feel of somebody driving you rather than the drive car driving itself which it already does if you, you have this thing in your car like this hologram in your car it's just like that extra level Everywhere. of like money yeah yeah so I think, yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like 10, two, and then I feel like it's going to be in cars first because it's self-driving already. And yeah. why not have this hologram drive you around? Drive you around how, how there. That, like, why not yeah. a, holo a hologram checking, checking your groceries? You know what I mean? 
a hologram welcoming you to the movie theater like it, it, I, I don't put it above a, a movie theater being able to throw some money into like having a hologram be the opening to their new movie you know that kind of deal want to go see that itself exactly just to, able to, yeah. just to be able to interact like disneyland and now we got holograms of walt disney and we can bring him back to life you know now we got hologram we can pretty much like bring anything we can we can hologram like baseball games and we can watch the baseball game holograms like we can see like babe ruth and watch like old yeah. games being played oh my goodness crazy wow. dude crazy i can't i can't it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be crazy gonna be crazy all right holograms boom all right last one do you have any uh you got any mischief stories to tell oh man i got a couple i have a couple well i well i got a ton but do you want to go or you want me to go you go first because i'm trying to even get a couple (laughs) which ones i should tell (laughs) all right all right all right okay we are recording this and at this point it is october 31st happy halloween Yeah, spooky season. All right, so uh, being as it is Halloween, let's just like go off. Let's let's start with the let's start with a little bit of candy real quick. We'll get to our crazy Halloween stories, but let's start with a little bit of candy. Give me five seconds. Top three candies. Go. All right, Pichos, uh, what's my call it? And I don't know what they're called, but they're the green frogs with the little white thing underneath it. Do you remember those? Yeah. No. That I crazy. do. I do. Oh, That's not like on my those. list, though. No, my three: um, Dots, Mike and Ike's, Reese's Pieces. The regular Mike and Ike's. Regular Mike and Ike's, the green box. If you throw me that purple box, I'm gonna punt that shit ninety there's yards. A purple box? I thought um, it was only a green and a red. There's a dude. There's green. There's red. There's like there's a purple box. I know. For, I think there's even a blue box. Really? Oh shit! Yeah. I didn't know they made that many. Yeah. So Mike and Ike's, Dots, and uh, Reese's Pieces. Give me uh give me your three trashes candies go. Bro, almond joys or what are those called? Almond joys? Fuck those. Fuck those. Dude, those are terrible. And then uh let's see. That's what they that's what they give to Bill Cosby in prison, dog. Good. Fuck him. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh those um I don't really like the three musketeers. The I don't know what the is that nougat is that all nougat? Fuck nougat. Yeah, get nougat so, out of here, bro. It's that bullshit. Yeah, Three Musketeers is caca. And then, uh, fuck, what's another bad one? There's there's a lot of bad ones. Um, God, give me your three. All right, so top of my list, top of my bullshit candy list is Milky Ways. Mm-hmm. Cause same thing. It's just like it's all, all that. like it's all nougat, nougat, whatever. It is, yeah, yeah, get that bullshit out of here. Later's with the Milky Ways. Uh, number two, I gotta go. Candy corn. Candy corn oh, is shit. bullshit, son. Yeah. Candy corn is bullshit. Like I get it. Some people like it, and you know they have it right now because candy corn's popular because it's yeah. orange, just Halloween color, whatever. But if you eat candy, okay. So I'm never gonna eat candy corn. I'm okay with you eating candy corn during the month of October. Even into a little bit November, because a lot of people are going to get candy corn tonight, and it's going to be carried over for the week. For the week, if you eat candy corn in any other month or any other period of time, I hate you. 
I'm sorry, do they even sell that shit? Journey? Oh, they do. Oh, they. Oh, oh they, yeah, they do. That. I thought it was only. Right oh, now. yeah, they do. I I hate you, and I'm not gonna say I'm not okay. Maybe I'm gonna take this in a positive way. I want to sit down and have a conversation with you, and talk you into loving yourself because you obviously don't <laughs> because you're eating candy corn in the middle of June, and you're a fucking psychopath, bro. Yeah. Um, third worst candy. Ooh, yeah, that's where it gets tough. I, I'm kind of like stuck now. Oh, kind of like circus peanuts. Circus peanuts. Circus peanuts. Have you seen circus peanuts? I don't think so. I think I've heard of them, but I don't. I don't think I've ever had them. They're like peanut-shaped, orange, little spongy things that look like they should be packing peanuts. Like you should use to throw around oh, your that. dishes when you're sending things. Circus peanuts. Get that bullshit out of here too. Well, I thought okay. So I got mine, but is our peeps a candy since they're marshmallow? Oh yeah, fuck peeps, bro. Yeah. Any of that fucking Easter shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cadbury eggs. Bro, you that's, Cadbury what I, that's what they are. Uh, Those are terrible. Bro. Oh uh, dude, a chocolate egg with cream and yellow shit in the center, dude. See, they only make that for that part of time, right? That's a, the same thing. No, I think it's they available make it all, the time. all year round. Yeah, you could get them whenever you want. And I'm sure there's people out there that are hitting Amazon Prime and it's like, yo, it's August, but I need my Cadbury Ooh. egg fix. God, gross. Dude. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah. Well, my third is either a pee, pee, uh, pee for that fucking Cadbury egg. Deal breaker, bro. Deal breaker. Yeah. The girl eats a Cadbury eggs. Run. <laughs> yeah, just ghost her. Right where she's at. <laughs> right where she's at. And, and girls, if you meet any dudes that eat Cadbury eggs, call the police. <laughs> right now. All right, let's get into some mischief stories. So I got a mischief story. Um, mischief night, right? The night before, that's just kind of what we call it, mischief night, the night before Halloween. Like yeah. This night, the 30th going into the 31st. Mischief night is what I've always called it. I've always thought it was called the night before Halloween. It's mischief night. Not to go out and do some shit that you shouldn't do. Uh, so <laughs> um, it happened during the day after school. We were leaving school, walking home. Me, my three friends. Tim, Andrew, Frank, your boy. Walked to Frank's house, playing basketball, hanging out. Well, it's time to start getting into some mischief uh, because it's kind of sun's almost ready to go down and we're about to kind of like, I don't know, get into some shit that we shouldn't be getting into. Uh, we decided that we're going to like throw eggs and eggs is going to be the thing we got. We bought all these eggs at the store. Like this is going to be what we do. We throw eggs at people, throw eggs at the cars. Right. <laughs> so the celebration starts prematurely. And as like one of as like Timmy's outside hanging out, like playing basketball. Frank grabs an egg, chucks it at Timmy, tries to hit him. Timmy ducks, egg hits the wall, splatters all over the wall on the garage, right? Okay, so 15 minutes later, what we're doing is two of us are playing catch in the front yard with the baseball, just throwing yeah. baseball back and forth. The other two are on the other side of the house, like in the backyard where you can't see the, the road, you can't be seen from the road. So if you're driving by, the optic is you see two kids playing catch in the front yard, no eggs around, but there's two kids in the backyard that you don't see. 
that are trying to time throwing eggs over the roof and hitting cars as they're walking by. So the <laughs> two in the front are playing catch and you say, and you go like this, you see the car coming, you're like, okay, now. And the pit in the back hucks it and just tries to aim and boom, and tries to hit a car. Okay, well, luckily we, we don't succeed in hitting a car. What we do succeed in is breaking a dozen eggs probably in the center of the road and all of these cars seeing eggs come flying down and hitting and kind of driving off and cars stopping. What are you guys doing? Uh, we're playing catch. You know, because the kids in the front yard, what do you mean? We're throwing eggs. We're playing catch. What are you talking about? Okay. So um, somebody had to have seen and have like uh, called the cops, right? Well, we don't know that that's happened. So there's a store like right down this alley from Frank's house to go to the store. So Andrew and Timmy walk to the store to go get something to drink, go get a bite to eat, something like that. Me and Frank hang back at the house and we're just playing basketball. Well, police car comes into Frank's, pulls into Frank's driveway. Me and Frank are sitting there like, oh, what's, dude, they caught us, we're busted. What do we say? What do we do? What do we say? Just say, just say it was some gangsters, bro. Just say it was some gangsters that threw eggs and they were throwing eggs at it. Uh, all right, cool, 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 cool. Police, uh, we had a report of some eggs being thrown. Have you guys seen anything or do you guys know any, would you guys know anything about that? Like, no, like we haven't been throwing eggs. We've just been playing catch, you know, playing basketball. Um, but there were some gangsters earlier that, that came by and uh, they were throwing, it was probably them because uh, they were throwing eggs at us. And I'm looking at like Frank and I see his like wheel spinning and I'm like, well, I'm just going to shut up and let this guy run. Okay, so uh, like Frank's like, yeah, like they, they came by and they threw eggs at us. Like, look at the wall. Look, you see, there's an egg broken right there. They threw an egg at us. The cops are just like, oh, great story. They're like, uh, hopefully it matches up because uh, my, uh, my partner just picked up your friends that we seen walking down the alley and he's bringing them over to, your, over to the house right now. So let's see if your guys' stories match up. Dude, so the cop car comes. They have Timmy and Andrew in the back. They let Timmy and Andrew out of the back and they're keeping us separate so that we can't get together and get our story straight. And this is before cell phones. This is before all that. So we can't be texting anything. So I'm sitting there shitting bricks. I'm like, all right, I'm about to get in trouble. Like, I'm not going to be able to go to the Halloween party. I'm not going to be able to do any of this. Like, Halloween's dead, done, it's over. And I'm look, looking at the look on Andrew and, and Timmy's face and they're both just like, what do we do, dude? Like, we, we're busted, we're done, you know? The cops come up, come up to me and Frank, go up to Timmy and Andrew. It's like, okay, you guys have a nice day. If you guys see anything else, let us know. Okay, all right, see you later. Cops take off. Timmy and Andrew come running over. Dude, what did, what'd you guys say? What'd you guys say? Me and Frank, bro, we said it was some gangsters that threw it at us. So what'd you guys say? We said it was some gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh man, I don't know how the hell I mean, they would just like great minds think alike. I think so do idiotic ones. Oh like, yeah, stupid, <laughs> stupid like seventh grade minds think alike just as much as as like genius ones do on the same wavelength mentally. And I'm pretty pretty sure because like between the four of us, we probably shared one brain, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude, the, like the craziest thing. And then after that, we're like, yo, no more eggs, bro. No more eggs. I was gonna bro. ask, like, like, do you guys keep throwing? <laughs> no, no more eggs, fuck that, bro. No more eggs, hell That's no. That's fucking funny. <laughs>
What you got? Bro, like, I would just do dumbass shit. Like, so, like, a night before Halloween, oh, it was so dumb. And it was only, I think it was only me and this other person. It's only two of us. What we would do is get in his car and we would ride around and steal pumpkins and just like whatever anybody had, like that was Halloween ish on their doorstep. But what we would do is get a bunch of shit and just fucking go out to the country and just start throwing them at random shit, like at stop signs. There's even a couple times where I feel really, really fucking bad, just like stupid idiots doing this. We wait till a car comes because in the, in the, um, over in the country, what was it like? 50, 55? Yeah. Bro, we wait till they come and just fucking throw, like, something up in the air hoping to hit the car. Dude, it was so fucking dumb. So dumb, dude. So dumb. But that's, like, the kind of stupid shit we would do. And, like, we never really, we never got caught for doing any of that. But there was one time, um, it was that night, same night, so we're already throwing shit at people and other dumb shit, you know? And so we go and get something to eat over. And by this time, we're in Prosser. Bro, we're, like, we're going everywhere, you know? So we go to Prosser and we go to McDonald's and we, uh, we just get food and drinks and stuff. And so this car comes behind us, like right when we pull out of McDonald's, just right on our ass, like right on our fucking ass. And we saw it before it's a truck. And it's like a dude with a couple girls. Cause I don't know, it had to have been like on a weekend or something. And we were like 16, 17, you know? And so we're, he's right on our ass and we're getting to the turning lane to go onto the fucking freeway. And this dude is still on the, the lane to go straight and we're turning left. I was like, bro, slow down. Like, I have my drink and this dude's windows rolled down. I'm going to fucking throw it in there. <gasps> and so, like, right when we go right, the dude's just passing us and I just grab my drink and just throw it inside of the fucking truck. And we were just like, boom, just sped off, you know, and you see the truck, like, keep going straight because they're still, they're going like 30, whatever it is, 30, 40 miles an hour. And they've already just went right past the no. And he just booked it. And then we got off like the Grandview exit, the first Grandview exit from Prosser, and just like went the back roads and then just started throwing shit again. Dude, so stupid. Like, so I, I don't know. That's like the kind of shit we fucking did. <laughs> like, mischief stuff is like that. Like, throwing fucking fireworks in people's fireworks. <laughs> Dude, it was, it's like that kind of dumb shit. So another mischief story I got to think of, but it's, it's, it's along those lines. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So shout out to the mischief that I started or I stopped, I stopped because it had just, it was about to go too far, too far. So, um, a couple of years after the seventh grade thing, we're in high school now. And this is when Jackass is starting to become like super popular. And so we're like, oh, we can be famous by filming ourselves doing this dumb shit. All right, let's do it. So we start doing dumb shit. It starts with like, all right, who can uh, who can jump out of a moving vehicle? Like, <laughs> you know, okay, I can. And all right, you can. All right, let's do it. Tuck and roll. And dude, <laughs> some of the guys actually got pretty good at like jumping out of a moving vehicle, like rolling themselves and standing up perfectly. Like, I could never do it. <laughs> that was their thing, you know? I, the heavy. <laughs> yeah, I'm hitting, I'm landing like a rock. J cuts, uh, kind of moves up to, now we're standing on top of cars and, you know, driving cars like really, really fast, jumping off the top of the car into like a bush on the side of, of the road and just kind of rolling around in the bush and, oh, okay, uh -huh, we made it, we lived. Um, to like, I think one of the crazier things that we did was um, we took turns. We'd go out to the country 
like where it's 50, 60 miles, or like, you know, the country where there's like miles and miles and miles where you're not going to have a stop sign. You're not going to have any intersection, anything like that. And we would take turns jumping on top of the car, holding on to like laying on our belly on the top, holding on to like the inside, like, like unbuckling the seatbelts and like, like wrapping your head yeah. like in the seatbelts and holding on to the seatbelt and seeing how fast we could get the car going while us laying on top getting up to like 80 90 miles an hour filming it dude ridiculous as soon as any little thing happens a little bump in the road like you know a little animal comes running out and scares the driver dude game yeah oh yeah game 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 um well kind of it was about to go too far because we started kind of doing stuff to where uh we'd go and get something to eat at like mcdonald's pretend to like drop our food like embarrassing in a way you know what i mean um and uh, finally, my friend had this idea that he was going to scare uh, people who were driving by. He lived right next to an apartment complex that was probably probably like the highest apartment complex that you can get in Sunnyside. <laughs> I think it's like six stories, maybe, maybe yeah. five. Like the, one of the highest points that you can get to in Sunnyside with a road right underneath it. So what he thought he was going to do was scare the shit out of cars passing by by putting together this like stuffed dummy. So he grabbed some of his old clothes, kind of like stitched them together and then stuffed them with like other clothes, newspaper to where it was kind of like a like scarecrow type body that he had like built. And he was, his plan was to throw it from the roof and try to make it land in front of like cars passing by. And this is the plan, this is the plan. Well, none of us, none of us would agree to film it for him. And he can't do it by himself. He needs somebody to film it from the bottom. Nobody would agree to do it. Nobody would agree to do it because we were, this is going to get somebody killed. Yeah. So he has this plan. He's like, oh, he calls me, tells me, I figured out a way. I figured out a way. I'm going to set my camera up in my, you know, like by the road, press record. And then go up to the top where I have the go up to the top of the apartment building where I have the dummy laid out and I'm going to, I won't need you to film it. And I'm like, dude, this guy's going to do it and he's going to kill somebody. So I was like, you know what? Hey, I'll, I'll film. I'll do it. I'll do it. You want me to do it? All right, cool. All right. I'll be there. All right. When do you want to do it? Okay. Tonight. Okay. Tonight. What time? Uh, like, like 10.30, 10.30, okay, cool. As soon as it gets dark, I'll be there. 10.30 comes by, and I'm just like, I know in my mind, I know what I'm gonna do. So I go to his house, get there. I'm like, all right, dude, like, let's do it. I'm, I'm ready, you know? Like, where's the dummy at? He's like, oh, it's right here. You know, I go, and as soon as he shows me where the dummy is, I go and I just grab the dummy and I start fucking ripping bro just ripping every ripping it to shreds ripping all of the paper out the clothes that it was in i don't even give a shit ripping tearing it to part and <laughs> the dude whose plan was it like i was what like six two probably like 290 homeboy is probably like five two maybe <laughs> maybe 80 pounds soaking wet trying to jump on my back no how could you do that dude no i tried on so i worked so hard on this and i'm just like man fuck you bro like you ain't doing this shit ripping it 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 all the shreds until where this dude like he doesn't cry but he just like sits back and it's just like like he couldn't believe that i had done that 
And I remember like I had ripped it all up and I just looked at him and been like, dude, like in 10 years, you're going to fucking thank me for like saving you for doing that. Like, walked out, walked out out and bounced, bro. So that was like some mischief that I stopped when I was just like, yo, like too far, too far, too far, too far. You're going to like, you're, you're going to kill somebody or you're going to get somebody in rep. You're going to go to jail for the rest of your life, dog. Because you, because you want to be famous, bro. Like, oh man, oh man, oh man. And it was, it was completely like ungenuine too. Like if he would have thought that up in his mind on his own, I, I like not that I would have like been okay with it, but it it was it was obviously like from like a like a CKY video like a like a Bam Margera uh, like Bam yeah, Margera yeah. had done it. This like, has happened somewhere. It, yeah. it had happened, and he saw it, and we saw it. Like it was on one of their like skater tapes. They had done yeah. it, you know, like the tapes that they would always create. So he he didn't come up with the idea himself. He saw it and was just like, oh yeah, let me let me recreate it. Yeah. So I'm not saying that that was the reason why I ripped it, but oh my god, dude, I was just so happy to save that dude. Have you ever uh, talked to him about it at all? No, to this day, to this day, we don't talk about it. But but uh, he lives he lived up in, in uh he he I went to go visit him uh, a couple years back mm. on on not gonna lie on how on a Halloween like time on halloween time same kind of same kind of deal and this guy had built a freaking scarecrow at the same i saw it and he just and he he had it he he like used his skills for something that he should have used it for and he just created like a scarecrow type figure like with his clothes like his shoes his jeans his shirt his hat just had it sitting like next to his front door like holding the welcome sign with pumpkins and like shit i'm like dude this is this is what this is what this is what we should have done bro like if you would have had this idea like we probably could have done this and like sold it like hey let let us make you like dummies and we'll post them on you know what i mean for your harvest let's make we'll make you scarecrows we'll sell them for 50 60 70 bucks a piece like you know that would have been the that would have been the play. Like why yeah. did why didn't our young minds think that? You know, that he had a video camera. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking young kids having video camera. Fucking shit up. Oh man, that's but that's really all it would have took. That would have been a sick hustle. Like let's make oh, scarecrow. Sure. Let's yeah. make scarecrows. Post it on MySpace, which we you know was like kind of popular back then, yeah. or like even word of mouth. Like have like you know some like some moms you know take it to church or something like that share it at church everybody in the congregation wants a scarecrow that'd be dope yeah (laughs) very much yeah yeah man well uh that's all we got so unless you got anything else you want to talk about shit no um i think i think covered a lot it's good covered a lot hopefully y'all enjoy thank y'all for listening Again, shout out to Gabby, shout out to Sierra, um, shout out lunchtime. I'll be uh, trying to get some stuff going uh, next week on Wednesday. Look out for the salad gang. Um, any, anybody you want to shout out? Uh, no, I'm just Gabby and Sierra fucking doing dope work. That's a shout, shout out. out already, but shit, that was dope. That's, that's awesome. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Yeah. And now... Like, I feel like we opened up a little bit of a Pandora's box because, like, my mind is running with some ideas. And oh, yeah. I, I got some things in the works, and hopefully we can get it put to uh, put to paper and we can get it uh, get it going. But thank you all for listening. Um, if you agree with our takes, hell yeah, bro. They're good.
we're funny. <laughs> if you don't agree, then all right, cool. I guess like you don't have to be yourself, be genuine. They probably don't. eat. Uh, they probably eat the where those, those corn. You probably yeah. If you don't agree with us, you probably eat candy corn. Candy 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 corn eating in your beach flip flops and wear on the. Oh my god. <laughs> Candy corn eaters. <laughs> Gross. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Be easy. <laughs>